is everyone coming out clear, Craig? Everyone is crystal clear. So, hello and welcome to this first edition of 2019 for Ego, the greatest podcast in the world behind all the other podcasts in the world. Joining me tonight is Nicholas. Whoop, whoop. Is Luke. Hello. Can't think of nothing funny to say. And Stuart. <laughs> Happy New Year, mofos. Happy... <laughs> oh, mate. Right. So, on the first show of the new year, I just feel like it's a new dawn. It's a new, it's a new everything. So, but, right, what's everyone drinking? Oh, I haven't planned for that. I'm just drinking Joe Pepsi Max. I haven't even decided to get a proper drink. I just got whatever was in the fridge. You are Cherry Pepsi Max. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Luke. Uh, I've got a lovely can of Fossers. Oh, lady drink. I've, I've got all sorts in my fridge, so I just reached in and grabbed the first thing, which was a can of Magnus. Oh. Like oh it's a shame it wasn't a bottle of mayonnaise. I know. <laughs> I've got the tomato ketchup down, I must have missed. I've got a half a pint of brown sauce. Uh, I've got, I did have a cup of tea, but I've been on the whiskey all afternoon, so I've been helping Nanny and Grandi, Grandad move stuff over from their house to their bungalow. And uh, we, we drank half, me and Nanny drank half a bottle of whiskey while we were doing it. Yeah. While, while Grandad did everything. Yeah, Grandad's on the floor now. Nanny and Grandad in the bungalow, yeah? Yeah. That's, is that an album cover? It's a kid's programme, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, it, it, it used to be, yeah. Oh, I'm so old. Yes, you are. So, right. Um, basically, I wanted to talk about, because no one ever reviews real Christmas, do they? They review the Christmas telly and the Christmas movie and the Christmas songs. But I want to know how your Christmases were. Because our listeners like our real life type situations. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to go to the closest in miles. So, Mr. Miller, how was your Christmas? Well, this will be quick. <laughs> I worked near enough every day. I just had Christmas Day and Boxing Day off. We did meet up the week before Christmas, though, didn't we? And have a few beers. We did, and we did have a situation in the in the uh, ale house, didn't we? Which is on the end of yeah. Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to elaborate? Yeah, I'd like to hear it from your point of view. To be honest, well, I hope we're talking about the same thing because this could get messy. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh. We went to watch the football. You'd been given the heads up. You've been a couple of weeks prior to this student pub, hadn't you? Well, it was the year before, yeah. I couldn't remember what it was called. Drunken Scholar. Drunken Scholar. Up by the bombed out church. We finally found it. Walking, big well, game. I, well, hang on, hang on. I've got a, already got a question. What? You you struggled to find it, and it was by it was by the bombed out church. Yeah. Now, I know we're talking about Liverpool, but <laughs> how many do you have? Um, I think we've only got one bombed out church, and it's it's a memorial to the Second World War, basically bringing it down a bit, Nick. All right, so I watched The Darkest Hour last night. I'm, I'm all over it. All right, okay. 
Um, and when, when Stuart says trying to find it, basically, I was there last year and I haven't been back since. And <laughs> it's hidden around the corner, the, the ale house. It's well out the way. So it, it sort of jumps out at you and it goes, boo, like that. Like a drunken scholar would. It's on. It's off a side road and it's right in the far end, so you'd easily miss it. Yeah. What do you mean by trying to find it? So anyway, he walks in. It's a big, important game. Liverpool against Man United. Normally, every other pub in Liverpool is rammed. You get nowhere near the bar. You, people get there like two hours early to get close to a TV. You can't get tickets to go to the game. So I walks in. Craig said it's nice and quiet, so hardly anybody goes here. I was sort of like, mm, yeah, well, let's let's see. Walks in, and I think including us two, there was like six people in there. Mm. There's a big screen plus a couple of other TVs around the walls. So we picked ourselves a good couple of seats. Get the drinks in. What lager do you want? Craig said to me, you can do a homebrew here. It's nice. And it's £2 a pint. So I was like, well, well OK, we'll give it a go. Not not holding out much hope for it being nice, but it's a decent pint. So already we're on £2 a pint lagers in a pub on our own, watching the footy, what could go worse. Close to kick-off. Fills up a little bit. About another 10, 15 people come in, but they're not even watching the TV. You know what I mean? They're not even interested in the football. So that Craig goes, was it half-time? Going down the toilet. It was just before kick-off, yeah. Just before. Kick-off. So, off he goes. And it's, you go down these stairs to the toilet. It's like him down in the cellar. So, he's gone a while. I've gone and got another couple of... Couple of pints. Where the hell is he? He's been gone a long time here. I think he obviously must be having a poo. Well, it's Craig. Comes, yeah. Comes up all sheepish. Said, "Didn't you get me text?" I said, "No." He said, oh, "I couldn't get a signal. I didn't know. Did you get it or not?" There's no bloody toilet paper down there. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, "What he had to do was stick his head out the door. No one coming." You have to scuttle over to the girls' toilets, go in there and get some toilet paper. <laughs> well, well, basically what I did, I went from one cubicle into the next cubicle after laying what can only be considered King Kong's finger. <laughs> and there was no toilet paper in the next cubicle either. So I then seized that opportunity to wash my arsehole with a soapy hand. A shitty... Soapy hand. Well, yeah, but to be fair, I mean, that is how Muslim, uh, Muslim, Muslims clean themselves. They don't, like, traditionally, they don't use toilet paper. They use their hands. Well, so, he I told mean, me this, though. The first thing I thought was, imagine being the person walking in that toilet. What a view. Well, I mean, the thing is, as well, like, that he can, he lays out, it can only be described as King Kong's dog. Now, We've obviously talked about this on Universal After Dark when me and Craig went to Orlando. But <laughs> I, I'm very, very aware of the size of poos that Craig is capable of laying. So just I've got be, no doubt in my Craig, mind. Craig's got a very habit of sending me... Of, he's quite proud of his poos, and I quite often get a photo of them. Oh, I, I can't believe... You know, Lucky I thought boy. me and Craig... I was going to say, I thought me and Craig were quite close, but clearly not. Well, I can start sending them to you as well, Nick. You just need Snapchat. Well, no, 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 not now. No, like now you've the thing is the secret's out. I mean, I'm I'm not in the inner circle or the inner he's ring. Like, he's like a proud father. 
I put little like... eyes on them and little faces <laughs> on them, don't I? Little noses, little. Quite often, you get a big, massive poo set with a couple of googly eyes on. <laughs> so yeah, so once I'd washed my ring out and got it all clean, I then scuttled into the girls, and that was more for the toilet paper to dry myself off. And then I went back and washed my hands thoroughly to get all the bits of poo off. Right. So, um, I know this is the Christmas episode and we're still discussing Stuart's Christmas Day, but quick roundup, who here only uses dry toilet paper or the people here also use wipes? I'm just dry paper. Dry toilet paper. Because uh, we're close to the sink, I'll very often t- put the toilet paper under some tepid water, not too hot, but a bit of, you know, being... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Craig's right. You don't want to. You don't want it to be too cold, but you don't want it to be too hot either. Because the worst thing you want is a blistered ring. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh man, I can't believe I'm the only person that uses wipes. This is this is remarkable. What type of wipes do you flush them? Well, you're supposed to flush them, but apparently, although it says they're flushable wipes, they're not actually very good at uh, disintegrating. So, although they do say flushable, it's recommended not to. So, what do you do with them? Yeah, boom, yeah. Well, so we don't have to now, them, now I have to throw them in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what do you eat your dinner out of a bin, Craig? I know you're, again, I know you're a scouser, but bins are for shitty things, like rubbish. So, no, therefore, there's nothing it's... wrong with that. No. Now, oh, God. Ooh. Now, so we've, we've got a we... bin full of shit in your house at the moment. Of course not. Where is it? You're talking about a wipe. Right. Hang on. Right. Not not every time needs a wipe, number one. A wet wipe. That's only for special cases. But secondly, <laughs> right, just, 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 just think about let's just think about the logistics here, right, guys, right? If somebody uh, somebody spills uh somebody poos on the floor or somebody is sick on the floor, right? Do you clean it up with just dry paper? Or no, do you dry? Do you use right? So you use dry paper to get the the you know the the moisture out, and then you use something wet to clean it. I would agree with that. Yeah, right. but then so yeah. your ring pieces are exactly the same, right? Now the Japanese, mm. the Japanese have it right, right? All that their toilets have got jet functions. Mm-hmm. Square wall up your bum. Yeah, but they haven't got bins full of shit next to next to the toilet. Exactly. So this year, as my New Year's resolution, I'm buying myself a new toilet lid, which has an integrated water sprayer. Whoa! Can you buy that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Not not very expensive. Less than a hundred quid. How do you load the water in? You just pump the water in. Cold feet. No way. Yeah. And you can get them heated. You can get the water temperature changed on them. Yeah, man. You've got oh. to have some comfort when you're on the throne. Oh, that's a whole new world for me, that. Anyway, we ain't got time to talk about that. I want to hear uh, uh, actually now about the question you asked, which is Stuart's Christmas Day. Yeah. So come on, Stuart, where did you go? Uh, after our Christmas lunch, we were invited to Michelle's niece. She's just recently bought and um, renting a place for their friend. So we all invited around to where I was, there was 10 or 12 of us. Um. I did ask the question, would feel okay coping with that many people coming? And Michelle said, yeah, it's fine, because we're all taking stuff with us. We took dessert and ale, 
I think an ant took um, the turkey and the gammon. You know, people took different stuff. So basically, she just opened the door and we brought the food in, put it on the table. Boom. Um, Jobs are good. Later on, a couple of board games. Really funny, I had a good night. But apart from that, as I say, I was working, so my well, flew by. Yeah, and what time did you get up? Because uh, your kids are like old now, so do you actually have a lie-in on Christmas Day? We've always done a, a Christmas Eve present, and it's always pyjamas and slippers or a dressing gown somewhere. So they did that, and they said, what time are we up tomorrow? Now, my daughter's 17, my lad's 13. So I said, we're too old now to get up at stupid o'clock. So please take nothing o'clock. And said, Dad, that's too late. So I said, well, all right, half eight. I'm not coming any, any earlier than that. So they agreed to that. So seven o'clock in the morning, I'm lying there all wide awake. Because <laughs> I, I pretty much knew I wasn't getting anything. Because whenever they ask me what I want, I say, don't get me nothing. I'm okay. I'll get me some socks or some aftershave. But I was just dead excited about giving them the presents that they didn't know about. So I was lying there like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. What did we get up? Gave Michelle a nudge. Oh. Hello, hello, sailor. <laughs> Vu Vu sailor. So we were talking. The kids there was talking. So oh. Within five minutes, we were all on the bed. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. I think I've seen this film. <laughs> Keep it in the family dot com. I did my annual thing where I said, "Well, I better go downstairs and make sure he's been. See if he's come. Oh, he has in that song. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the open present. They didn't get a lot of presents this year. They got the same amount of money they always get, but because they want bigger presents now, obviously, the, it was more uh, quantity rather than quality. Yeah. Quality rather than quantity. <laughs> so, yeah, that was about it. And then we just waiting, and then waiting to go for Amy Lee's to go for our Christmas lunch. Stayed there till around about 10, 11 o'clock. Um, I was going to get the taxi home, but... Um, someone who was there wasn't wasn't drinking, so she drives home. So it's Brucey bonus. Good game, good game. You get nothing for the pair in this house. Mm. Too but soon, too soon. Board, <laughs> took a board game with us. I don't know whether you've seen it. It's like shout it out. You know, Keith Lemons shout it out. Yeah, headphones on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And it was hilarious. You know what I mean? Because it's just you know you're all drunk and you're playing this game. Just the stupidest things got us all into aesthetics. That was about it, really. Unfortunately, it wasn't a great Christmas for me. It was pretty much flew by, like I say. Did you um, did you get aftershave that smelt of socks? <laughs> uh, no, but the, the aftershave I got was half decent, actually. I got uh, Guilty and Izzy Miyaki. Izzy Miyaki. Izzy Miyaki. Izzy Miyaki. That's that's the. I mean, I've not been. He's that little. Uh, he's the little chef in K Tams, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy Miyake. <laughs> Isn't he the delivery driver? When, uh, like, Izzy Miyake just reminds me of going clubbing in, like, the early 2000s because every time you go in the bathroom, that's what the uh, the freshen up man would try and spray you with. <laughs> Izzy Miyake. Izzy Miyake. Essence of Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> oh, God, that would be that would be something. <clears throat> yeah, you've got to wipe it on and wipe it off. That's why he's dead now. So, Lord Luke, come on. How did you get on with Christmas Day? Uh, so we spent it as just the four of us. So I've got two little ones, a one-year-old and a four-year-old. Oh, so you were we, up early. Uh, I was up earlier than them. 
they had, a, they had a lion. I think I woke up about 6.30. I woke up about 7.30, quarter to 8, which is unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. Um, and then went downstairs and we did some, uh, oh, sorry, no, Santa left some footprints in, in snow. Ooh. Yep. So um, we had them and uh, Isaac loves that. And then we had to get the Hoover out almost instantly and Hoover not. Um, oh, it wasn't crack cocaine, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Fanny powder? Was it fanny powder? <laughs> <laughs> I get that one. You get that. You get I that. get that one, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't get that. Uh, you need to it listen was, to special podcasts. It was it was snow. It was off Santa's Oh, right, okay. Um, so the boys opened up all their presents and they got loads of stuff. Um, they were very lucky. Uh, then we had some breakfast at our house. Um, Is that a proper breakfast because it's Christmas morning? No, it morning. wasn't. No, so, it wasn't. It was literally a, a round of toast because the plan was then that's a Christmas drive. Day breakfast, that. Nah, 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 nah. No, no. So we, we we then drove over to about after we'd done presents, we went over to um, my wife, no, no. um parents' house, where we had a proper breakfast over there. We had some smoked salmon. We had some, uh, poached eggs. Um, we had some croissants. Charlie. Um, <laughs> no. Um, and then from there, we went to a country park for a annual photograph that we uh, take. Shot a rhino. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> this, like, al- already, seriously, this sounds like the poshest fucking family I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no wonder he's called Lord Luke. <laughs> um, we've, we've, ta- we've had a photo taken in exactly the same place for the last the six thing. years. <laughs> <laughs> On the corpse um, of a giraffe. A freshly killed giraffe. On the corpse of Rudolph. <laughs> oh, Ricky Vichyvase um, in the background, shaking his fist. Uh, then from there, we went over to uh, Mawat's um, brother's house, where we stayed there for the rest of the day. We had a big lunch. Didn't have to do a thing, to be fair. I just got nicely drunk, had a little nap in the afternoon after lunch. Uh, it was very nice. Played some games in the evening. Uh, I got bought uh, some um, Amazon Echo buttons, um, oh, so, you, so you can play uh, some quiz games with them on the Alexa. Oh, now she's just piped up. So yeah, all in all, it was a very nice day. Fantastic. What about you, then, Nicholas? My day began at five a.m. Nice and early. Yep, thanks for that, kids. Um, Santa had been. So we opened up stockings on the bed. Um, kids got stockings. And we went downstairs and then we had stockings. Um, and Father Christmas had been. He'd left some snowy footprints. Um, because mine weren't made of cocaine and they have to be hoovered up straight away. Um, but again, the kids all love that. Now, what was magical for me this Christmas is Alice is, um, Alice is five. And this Christmas, everything was the most magical thing she'd ever seen. So, like, every present she got, she was elated with, no matter how big it was, how small it was, how much it cost. Can you stop? I'm I'm trying to talk here nicely, and you're just sneezing around into, like, I don't know, a royal sleeve or something. Um, (laughs) That's what's causing him to sneeze. Um, 
so uh, yeah, so I mean that that made my Christmas a bit like That's Stuart. Crazy. Like, ah, oh, it's, it's perfect. I mean, yeah. she was she, the last the last two Christmases. She's really been in the whole Christmas spirit anyway, um, and it's beautiful. And what was nice was um, my son this year for the first time was taking an interest in opening presents because um, like he he doesn't like when we have birthdays and stuff like that he doesn't really. Um, he doesn't get the concepts of it and doesn't really understand it. But this year he was really um, starting to kind of get into the, the understanding of, you know, what presents are and open them and stuff. So that was really nice. Um, what do we do? We had breakfast, we had a fried breakfast, not Ooh. as classy as Lord Luke's. Vegetarian um, though, so is that Well, near? I was going to mm. say, this is the thing. So I had a vegetarian uh, cooked breakfast. So I had, uh, what did I have? I had uh, fake, fake gammon. <laughs> Fake gammon, hash browns, tin tomatoes, uh, toast. Can you eat eggs? I can. I I, I can eat you can eggs because I'm not. You want to just choose not to. Yeah, I can eat eggs um, because I'm not vegan. But I'm not. Um, I've gone off eggs a little bit since becoming vegetarian because of where um, they come from. I don't know. Possibly, maybe. Or do yeah. eggs have rights too? Eggs, vegetable, vegetable eggs and, and rights, yeah. Um, but it was all very nice. Had a, had a nice breakfast. Um, we was having uh, lunch, Christmas lunch and Christmas day we were spending with Y2, my co-host from Pentanet Geeks and his family. Uh, they texted us to say what time should we come over because they were at his uh, parents' house at the time with their boys opening presents. And we said, oh, you know, if you want to come around about one-ish and we'll have dinner ready for about two. So turn up at 25 past two. Uh, no apology. So, oh, my uh, two. And apparently, apparently, I'm not very good at hiding my annoyance at people. <laughs> <laughs> because it was quite obvious, apparently. It was quite obvious I wasn't very happy about the situation. Only because, right, if you're going to ask what time you're going to be somewhere and you give somebody time and you go, okay, fine, Try and turn up about that time. Like at ten to at ten to two, my wife texts her, texts them to say, you know, are, are you on your way yet? Because dinner's almost ready. And they were like, I oh, will be about another twenty minutes. I was like, come on, guys. And there was no apology when they got here. He was just like a, a flipping <laughs> comment about how, oh, you know, that's <laughs> us. We were late. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, Christmas. So, um, but I would have, know, I would have took his pigs and blankets off. Sorry about getting them. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would have had them, but you know, vegetarian. So, um, did you? Christmas... So, did you cook turkey for them? No, no, it's not, I, I'm the only vegetarian. I'm the only vegetarian. So, and I, I actually offered to cook because I know it's a big stress, and I, you know, my wife had offered to cook, and I said, look, you know, I don't mind doing it, take a bit of stress off. Um, but she, she cooks everything, so it was fine. So everyone had a full Christmas dinner, all the trimmings. Instead of having turkey, I had corn. Corn, I had a corn, like, I don't know. On the cob. Yeah, corn on the cob. It was, it was, it looked like, it looked like a Bernard Matthews turkey roast. I did see that, But actually. it was corn. And you know what, actually, I was, I, I wasn't expecting much from it. And it was actually, like, pretty nice. And I think it was probably more moist than a turkey was. Oh. Um, but anyway, that was, that was all lovely. Um, really enjoying my Christmas dinner. And then... Um, someone questioned, I can't remember who it was, whether it was wife or his wife, but um, someone said like, oh, you know, 
one of Sarah's Cook's All in Goose fan. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, Lindsay would have cooked mine separate. Turns out she didn't. Oh. <laughs> uh, I said to like, I didn't realise oh, it was the last of the meal. And I said, uh, we was out in the kitchen washing up. And I said, uh, yeah, you did cook my, would you cook my potatoes in? She went, Goose fat, like everyone else's. And then a the penny dropped. Oh. Uh, she said it out loud. And she was like, oh my God. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, look, don't worry about it. Because you didn't do it on purpose. Like, you know, accidents and shit. So that was all fine. Um, we also got a game for Christmas. We got the sock game. Has anyone heard of the sock game? Heard of it. I can't quite remember what it is. It's it's about sock. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, the so-, so the sock game, basically, um, you get two socks and a sock. The socks are both filled with the exact same objects. And you've got like a spinner and like a, a disc with loads of pictures on. And what happens is you spin it, it lands on objects, and you have to use one hand to go into this sock and pull out the correct object. Gotcha. And it's really, like, the thing is, it's, very, it's a very, very simple game, but it's very, very fun because you're both frantically trying to pull out the right, uh, the right toy. Um, and so we had some good fun playing that. Um, and we watched a bit of Christmas telly, and we just... Ate and drank for the rest of the day, and it was all good. Fantastic. What about you, Craig? Well, we were the alarms were set for our five for the kids. Um, I think we were awake. I don't sleep on Christmas Eve because I fully expect to get the house robbed. So, so <laughs> just every noise outside. Off. Yeah, uh, I'm like a coiled spring. Oh, oh, you know what? I'd love to write like the night before Christmas, but like the Liverpudlian version, <laughs> the real night before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the crime night break before into Christmas. this house, buy some skag, yeah. take some skag, break into another house, buy some crack, take some crack, <laughs> break rape into Santa. A... Yeah, <laughs> rape Santa and killers, Rudolph. So um, yeah, we were up at our five. The kids did their prezies. Um, like me and Kerry just get token prezies for each other, so it was. I got a couple of pair of jeans actually from Primark, I think. Tenner, who knew jeans could be a tenner? Uh, everyone that shops in Primark anytime over the last 20 years, I've never been in Primark in my life, but oh, wow, fuck off, it's a whole new world, mate. It's a whole new world. Take well, my yeah. money, and in a month's time, it will be a whole new world because that's what will end up in them. Oh, so um, then, we, <laughs> then we went to church, uh, and everybody was in church, the whole family, including the new twinnies. So that was an experience, although they were very good. good. Uh, then it was back to nanny and granddad's. Now, this is the last Christmas in the big house, as we like to call it, because now they've got a little house. I was going to say, Scouts shouldn't talk about being in the big house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we were in the slammer. Um, now you say you say um, breakfast. So while the kids are all opening their presents, Granddad is on toast duty, and he's always been on toast duty for twenty years. So he just scuttles. He goes through about four loaves of bread, just toasting, toasting, toasting. Jesus! And everyone just chong. Well, the seventeen people all chonging away. Oh, fair toast. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and we have some books fizz and that. Um, Kerry and Nanny, everyone mucks in on the dinner now because Nanny can't get the turkey out the oven and it's too big, it's too heavy. So 
I get called in to flip the turkey and Kerry's doing all the stuff and whatever. Um, I was on the whiskey at about 10 o'clock in the morning, I'll be honest with you. So I was quite... So it's just like a normal day then? Yeah. Well, I knew Stuart was coming over on Boxing Day and both of us... <laughs> I better drink it over before he comes over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were both going into work the next morning. Um, I had to get up at half three the next morning to get into work, same as Stuart. So on Boxing Day, we literally had a can of lager each. We, we had a lovely night, but it was a sober, lovely night. <laughs> Yeah, we had a little taste of whiskey as well, didn't we? Bad whiskey, wasn't it? Um, that was Paul. the in. Was it Paul John or John Paul? Paul John, because I think John Paul's too uh, beatly in it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we we stayed at the uh, at the house. Everyone had to sleep after dinner, as you do. I think the twins went home for a bit, and then they come back. But normally we'd be there all night until ten o'clock at night turkey butties and board games and everything but the twins started to get tired uh, Rose started to get tired everybody started so we all just went home about 7 o'clock we went home and I think we were in bed for oh no the girls stayed up playing their switch till about 11 o'clock so I literally Kerry went up to bed and I sat in the other room what, listening to uh, After Dark Podcast Network podcasts well, there was a load that dropped on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, Stuart come over Boxing Day and uh, we had Buffy in the can of lager. And, and that was Christmas over, basically. And your Indian whiskey. Indian whiskey, yeah. Uh, Stuart got me an Indian whiskey for my birthday. It's a new market, isn't it? I keep hearing about this. Yeah. It's like the emerging market. The Japanese a few years ago. Yeah, the Japs are everywhere. Um he always said he wants to try a Singapore whiskey, and I was intrigued as well, so I was looking for that. And then I came across his Indian one, so I thought, oh, I wouldn't mind trying that, so I'll use him. I'll get it for him, and then I'll try a little bit of it. See if I like it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I can't, I can't get into whiskey. I really can't. I've tried, but I, I think about another 10 years, I, I, might, be, I might be all right. Yeah, well, it, I think <laughs> it'd be of age then. Yeah, it's my, it's my drink of choice now, I'll be honest with you. If how, could... long has it been, how long has it been your drink of choice? Um, well, on and off for 10 years, longer, okay. 20 years, but now... Whenever we go for a drink, we always have a whiskey, don't we? Yeah, I do prefer... I would, I would, if I could get the measure right and get the, the content right for just like him off it, I will met your mother, um, I would just drink whiskey all night if I could, but... As you know, once you've had a couple, then you do an half a bottle. Then you use lose the use of your legs. So <laughs> I need to get Sometimes. them. <sighs> in the house, just normally, I'll just drink a couple of treble of whiskeys or whatever, and that'll do me all night. That. But I don't know about going out. What you would end up doing? I, I mean, I, I know it's supposed to be dry January, um, but. I think I might be dry for life now. I got so drunk the other day, I can't even think about alcohol. Wow. Like, ridiculously messy. It took me, and Craig, you must know the distance here, right? It took me over two hours to get from Camden High Street to King's Cross Station. Which is what? Maybe two miles maximum? 
tops. Yeah, I don't think it's even that much. Yeah, one and a half miles. Yeah, possibly. I was that drunk. I I don't even remember getting there. I I remember walking into walls, falling over some uh, some bollards. Um, (laughs) Thank fuck I didn't walk down the canal route because that's the way I got there in the first place because there's no guardrails there. Um, I don't know what happened. I know I got home safely in the end. This could have been the Nick Branch tribute show. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't have been a tribute. He just mentioned it right at the top of the show and then cracked on. Yeah. So everyone here, Nick's dead. Anyway, how was Christmas? <laughs> so that was our Christmas good. Um, so what was, obviously Stuart's kind of said what he got for Christmas. Did anyone get any anything particularly that they, they were happy with at Christmas? Jeans. And the girls' Nintendo Switch. Have you been playing it, Craig? I certainly have. <laughs> is it good? Um, yeah, that's all. That's all I got, really. No, I was saying Phil got me the VR for his birthday, the VR for the PlayStation. Mm. Rebecca bought me Resident Evil. Oh my god. And I proper pooed my. <laughs> Absolutely. It is so atmospheric, and just as you turn up the morning, you to be there and put health on you. Even though there wasn't the anticipation, I had to turn it off in the end. I was petrified. <laughs> yeah, I, twenty minutes of it. Yeah, I can't. I've I've seen people play it, and that's enough. Um, it's just a bit too intense for me. It's all dark and atmospheric, and as I say, you, as you turn every corner, you're just expecting something to be there and jump on you. As as have you turned around the corner yet and seen something coming at you? No, I've only played like twenty minutes, and it's just sort of. 20 minutes, never turn it on again. <laughs> it's just a hotline at the moment, but everything's still dark and scary. And oh, just the anticipation, I had to turn it off. I was propping my heart. You're going to have to man off and uh, get it played. <laughs> yes, strong man for that. So, right, let's draw the line under Christmas. The next topic for tonight. Uh, would you fuck a sex robot? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Um I, I'm I'm gonna put my hands my cards on the table, right? I'm gonna say within two generations <laughs> we will uh, as a as a as the human race will have stopped breeding the conventional manner. It'll no, all be art of no, honest. No, 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 no. People now don't go out on dates, right? The swipe left or swipe right, whatever you do. <laughs> I, well, no, I think that's how it starts. That's how it I starts. Think, yeah, I don't think I don't think that that leads to marriage. Um, people don't. I, nobody in Apple in where we were goes out on dates anymore. They go swiping. That's all they do. They swipe, swipe, swipe. So, it, so my point is, it's going. To, it's a bit messy, isn't it? Having it off with another human being, the, you know, bit of discharge oh. here and there. So, just get a robot to do it instead. Well, that gets a lot more messy, doesn't it? Yeah, with the and robot, it's wipe clean. Yeah. No, it's wipe. Are you going to clean the house? No, yeah. you, no, you don't. You just, you just probably detach the fanny and rinse it out under the tap. Stick it in the dishwasher. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know. The only thing that's ever intrigued me like that has been the fleshlight. I don't own a fleshlight, and I've not tried a fleshlight. But that's the only thing that's kind of been like that. It's intrigued me. I never got sex dolls, like regular sex dolls. I just find them weird looking. But yeah, but the yeah, are you talking about the the like the blow up balls ones that were on the like, like, only falls in all six styles? Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit more advanced than that. Right, the ones not not what topic. I went and had a look on line, and oh my god, they look amazing. I'm looking look... one right now, and it is scarily realistic. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I've seen those. I have seen those ones. You've got the Teresa Fanny and everything. And I mean, huge pubic hair, if you wish. Andy Elsie one, a droopy one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, like, you, to an extent, Craig, you're probably right. I mean, you've only got to look at Japan, where obviously a lot of these things are initially, uh, you know, created for a market. Um, you know, and that's a population where they have a huge issue at the moment with... Um, the lack of, um, you know, newborn children, um, you know, compared to a lot of developed countries, there's a real decline. And that's because they, the, the work ethic means that they don't have time to go on dates or find love or have relations. So, you know, and this is obviously filling that gap. Now, age where we can almost farm life, then I think you're probably right. I honestly, God, I think within fifty years these robots are going to be so good. Mm. It's just going to die a death. The human race—it's what's going to save the planet. Sex robots. Well, you know, for in a lot of countries, they there is a a problem with birth rates, um, and people having so many children. Um, you know, I think in a way China have kind of got it right in, in one aspect of trying to limit how many children families have. But yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. It's a complicated one because should you really be deciding, you know, how, what people can do with their bodies, but at the same time, can the world cope with, you know, people having five, six children. Not really. No, you definitely so, can't. You can't have six kids anymore. It's not acceptable. No. no. Mother Earth is crying. I mean, the, I'm just... They worth like one and a half thousand pounds. Who buys them? Are they men on their own who can't get girlfriends? If you can't, you can't have a girlfriend and a wife and have one of these, can you? Not really. Well, if I was single and I lived in a bed sit and I had a wardrobe big enough, I'd have one. Because it's just not going to answer your back. Women are mental, don't forget. But then you've got the fruitcakes, you buy them, and they, they treat them like a proper person, you sit and watch telly with them. Oh, well, no. so that's not, I don't, that's not sex robots though, is it? That's real girls, or real dolls, that, that people do that with. Yeah, but you still, uh, still have intimate relations with them. I, I imagine they're very, very similar to the 
one that I am looking at now because they are uber realistic and then you've got perks as well if required. <laughs> yeah, got an optional extra. Yeah. I mean, I've just sent you a picture there of one of them without the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> That's scary That's shit. Uh... But, on the plus side, two extra holes. <laughs> To be fair, I still would. would I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. So what I've just what, sent there is... That red-headed is... one you sent before, Craig. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's on sale as well. I know. £600. £684 or something. Yeah. And I bet there's a voucher code out there as well. Right. Is, is no one worried about... like? Because the thing is, robots and machines <laughs> are prone to like malfunction, right? So what would happen? What would happen if you was you, you had your cock in one, and then suddenly it crushed it? Yeah, it master, would hurt. A hard master reboot. <laughs> Could you imagine going to the hospital with one attached to you? <laughs> funny story. Funny Same story. Worse. I fell on the vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it just um, went straight so, on my ass. So she she was doing the vacuuming. And I fell, <laughs> and then went inside her. Yeah. So, right, out of the uh, virtual assistants, Siri, Alexa, or Google Home, uh, which one would you do then? Alexa, how much does it cost to do Google you? Home and Google home. I've just said Alexa. Uh, yes. Thanks for your feedback. It's alright. Alexis just started talking. Um, yeah, so which one? Alexa Siri or Google Home? Um, um, probably Alexa. We have quite good friends to be fair. Oh, God, she's... Alexa, what you keep, you keep saying a fucking name? <laughs> we could have fun with this. We right. can... No, people are listening to this now in their kitchens. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alexa... Order 10,000 condoms. Oh, God. <laughs> You've also just done that. I think I've just ordered 10,000 condoms. You're supposed to turn yours off first, Craig. Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I... I, I it's, a, it's a weird subject. If we've got to choose one. If it comes up in work, right, so one of your work colleagues has bought one and is quite open about it, that's not normal, is it? No. Uh, at this moment, no. At this moment. But I'm saying in 10 years, it, because, because society now is broken, basically, everyone's walking around with a handheld device in the hand or an Apple Watch on or an I, you know, everybody on a train. Or Alexa. Or Alexa. Every time I walk to a train now, um, people are just looking on their phones. It, What's it going to be like in another 10 years or another 20 years? People, other humans won't want to interact or touch other humans because humans are dirty, diseased, horrible things. It'd be, quite, it'd be better to just have, have one of them. Disinfecting wipes, you can just wipe it out. It still wouldn't be the same though, would it? Yeah, but... Imagine if you could just plug in your phone and then, like, FaceTime people's faces onto it or something. 
like this shit. Yeah, I'm but... just going through Facebook and uh, choose, oh, that's that girl I used to go to school with. Uh... Exactly. So you could have intimate relations with real other humans, but without the intimate but relations. Without their consent. No, well, it'd have to be with it. Well. Well, would it? Oh, I mean, this this might be a good time to say, yeah, after this... We're getting into a weird, uh, weird place here. After this this joke, somebody might want to say cue the music because I was in the back <laughs> of a taxi the other day oh, with a, a friend and the two of us are in the taxi and we're just talking. And the taxi driver goes, do you want to hear a joke? <laughs> and we went, um, yeah, yeah, go on. Because he just sort of butted in on our conversation. Uh, yeah, go ahead then. And he went, um, I can't remember exactly how the wording went, but it was like, uh, I, uh, I helped uh, prevent a rape last night. And we went, uh, okay, um, how? <laughs> and he went, I didn't go out last night. <laughs> <laughs> now, sh- should we really be telling the police that joke? <laughs> Should we have got his plate number? <laughs> it's good then. <laughs> well, I mean, my reaction to it was the same as when Craig told me the other day. Stone Cold Silence. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh no! Did he say that one? No, but oh. never mind. It did doesn't any- matter. Did anyone ever say, "Oh no"? Uh, the Green did Giant, maybe. No, he said, "Ho ho ho." Giant, yeah. So, worst joke in the history of jokes, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. <sighs> it's a low point, I have to say. I was expecting like a Christmas cracker joke. Oh, no, it went dark. <laughs> yeah, that I was. I actually said to him, Fucking hell, mate, where did you get your uh, Christmas crackers? Aldi, <laughs> aye, aye, <laughs> <Aldi>. little. <laughs> Oh, Don't want Lidl either. Oh, God. Everyone's a controversial one then, going back to the sex dolls. Oh, go on. Looking at them online when I was doing research, you know what I mean? Not, not wink, wink. A lot of them look very, very young. They do. You're very right. Young, yeah, no, yeah no, none of them are... 12-year-old young. Oh. No, they don't. They do, some of them. They're even in school uniform, some of them. Um, well, website one. Send send me the links to the website for that one. <laughs> I mean, um, um, um. Now I know this has been spoken about before on another podcast. Tell them, Steve, Dave. Yeah. Could I know they say paedophilia is a disease and an illness? Could this prevent them people going and looking for real kids rather than mm. dolls? Oh, it's still a dark place, that isn't it? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it is that dark. I mean, I think that is, you know, a possible solution. Well, I mean, what did, what was, without any names on Tell Him Steve Dave, but their solution was to hire out consenting midgets. That's <laughs> 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 uniforms. To, to yeah. the paedophile rapists, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know, so they could get every Saturday off out of it, I suppose. The same if the you know kiddie fiddlers rather than going with real kids if that you know if they're in prison or hospital with this disease and they've still got the age 
wouldn't press them doing it to a plastic doll rather than a real person. Well, they wouldn't be able to do it if I was in charge because they wouldn't have a oh, dick yeah. or balls left. But, but... Yeah, but that's not an option, is it? Any sane person would say just put a needle in them and put them to sleep. But that's not going to happen. Oh, I don't know if that's any sane person. Um, I mean, that's not... I don't know. I thought it's a bit extreme. Well, well, anyway. So, <laughs> so Christmas Day. All right, enough about knobs, uh, nonsies. <laughs> and we haven't spoken also, Craig. The other link you sent about them dolls, you get a male version. Well, yeah. all the bionic dicks. Surely you could get one where you can have what you could just slap on on it, so you can have both. <laughs> make it, make it him or her. Yeah, yeah. Accessory. Accessory. Um, accessories, yeah, accessorise, depending on your mood. And you can get one for the lesbians as well with a bionic tongue. Can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's done some detective work, this fella, hasn't he? <laughs> I wondered why you were walking funny the other day and where. Walking with a limp. That wasn't a limp. <laughs> that was a prosthetic doll. <laughs> I had the bionic tongue up my ass. So I think I think the majority, you know, judging by what people say, I think the majority are in favour of um, us all having sex with robots. And that's what I've taken from this anyway. I, think uh, I would like to put a precursor on mine. Oh, it can't answer your back. Oh. Only if nobody found out. <laughs> yeah, but I, in the future, everybody will have one. That's the thing. If it's the norm and it's socially acceptable. Hang on it. a second. Is this what is this what this podcast is really named about? The, the full title of this podcast is "Everybody's Got One Sex Robots." <laughs> it can be. <laughs> Just imagine that right? in 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 the year twenty five twenty um, five twenty five twenty five. In, on the 1st of January, the new magazine will come out, Sex Robot Monthly, and it'll take it a year to collect all the parts to stick it together. <laughs> You'll have to commit to buy 30 magazines. At £8.99 a uh, episode. But the first issue is only a pound, so... Yeah, yeah of first issue is only a pound, and you get and a you get a hand. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, you won't get any. Oh, no, a hand, a hand would be useful, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the best bits oh, totally are come at the last five issues, aren't they? <laughs> come at the last five issues. <laughs> yeah, so, well, should we wind it up, boys? I think that's a nice little place to wind it up. Well, look, I just want to say, before, bizarre, please, <laughs> before we do wrap it up, uh, not a condom joke, um, I think we have not discussed or, or not at least acknowledged the best Christmas gift of all. Birth of Baby Jesus? No, not fictional. It was, of course, the fact that we got the Bross documentary. Oh, come on, right. I've seen... I've got four minutes left to watch. They've just gone on stage at the O2, the bit I'm up to. It is gold. I mean, it's like real-life Spinal Tap, isn't it? Oh, it's better than Spinal Tap because it is real life. I've never uh, consumed something... It's just, oh, you think the hype and the hype is out there is bullshit, but it's not, it's real. I mean, I got alerted to this about about two months ago, I think, by somebody at work. Um, I can't can't remember why we started talking about it, but he's quite into music, but obviously not that kind of music. 
And he just said to me, like, oh, have you, uh, have you heard about this Bross documentary that's coming out? And I said, no. Why would I be interested in the Bross documentary? He's like, oh, people have seen it have said it's hilarious. And it had only got, like, a, a very short cinema release. But um, they'd announced that it was, you know, the, the BBC had bought the rights and was going to show it at Christmas. So I was like, okay, well, that's something to look forward to then. But, I mean, nothing could, you know, give me any kind of idea of what I was about to watch. It's, it's like the two normal human beings, but they're not. They're like him. Um, um, what are they? Chetwood. Like, no, they're like spitting image versions of themselves. <laughs> caricatures. They're like caricatures of themselves. Yeah. That's not a bad way of describing them. Um, I mean, the, the, the delusion of them. I mean, if you didn't know who Bross were, like if you if you'd never heard of Bross, so actually, Stuart, this is probably something you should sit down with, like your daughter with or something, and watch this, right? Yeah. Because if they actually didn't know who Bross were, I mean, the delusion. Like at, at one point, they compared themselves to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> now you know, in terms of like the music they create now. You know, I'm sure we, we all know a couple of Bross songs, but do any of them remind you of Led Zeppelin, for example? No. Or it was like, important? No, exactly. I mean, it, it's just the, the delusion. I think the problem is, is they've both been living out in LA and Vegas for far too long. Yeah, believe in their own mythology. Yeah. Um, but, but in a sort of strange way, though, um, I, I said to Luke before, I wasn't into Bross. Of course not. He was. Girls. But I had a I had a brass haircut. Hmm. No, you had and a boss I had the brass bottle tops on my shoes. And I had earrings. <laughs> uh, I, I would love to met this Craig. <laughs> it's a different version of Craig who had blue gel running down the back of his neck. Thirty three from Super Drug. Now, I don't know what the situation is. I, I don't know what our audience is like in terms of geographics, but I imagine that uh, a lot of people listening to this are probably in the UK. So anyone that's in the UK, um, that documentary is on iPlayer and will be on iPlayer until at least the end of this month. Um, I don't know if it's... On, it, normally with iPlayer, they show things for 30 days after they were first broadcast. So it was broadcast, I think... On twenty third, yeah, twenty third of December it was broadcast. So um, and it went out on BBC Four, didn't it? Yeah, which is, I mean, but that makes perfect sense because BBC Four show a lot of decent music. Now it's only seven ninety nine on iTunes. It's, <clears throat> if you want to buy, for people like me who like something more physical, you can buy uh, you can buy it in HMV or Amazon. For six forty nine on DVD or seven forty nine on Blu Ray, and both of those have extra content. I don't know about the iTunes version, but um, also available on YouTube. Is it really? Yeah. Ooh. But I mean, just just go watch it, people. Like it, it, it's it's hilarious. It's an hour and a half ish. Yeah. Just over an hour and a half. After the screening stops. That's correct. It's um, the, yeah. The letters H O M E are so important because they personify the word home. <laughs> Is that what it's What's the... Uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm from London. I'm all about London. Black cabs, London Bridge. Just, <laughs> oh, 
the fact they their only toy when they were a child was a dart. They didn't even have a dart board, just one single dart. Rome wasn't <sighs> built in the day, and fuck me, that's true. <laughs> but we, but we don't have the time Rome had. <laughs> uh, the line about Stevie Wonder, uh, it's just like there's just too much gold, and also as well as that. As as well as that, it's not even just the gold they come out with. It's also the breakdown between the two brothers. Because bear in mind, these are twins. Now, most people think twins, or, or, or most twins, are seen as being, you know, almost inseparable. Whilst these are like itchy and scratchy. Yeah, and it's the way they uh, they have a, some sort of argument, but then they, they look at the camera. I made a conscious decision. Because of Stevie Wonder, not to be superstitious. <laughs> uh, and also, I'll tell you another bit, which is this is a visual bit, so it doesn't work talking about it. But um, when you see the portrait of his dog, oh yeah, just 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 absolutely brilliant. There's a lot of gold. I mean, Craig just mentioned a few bits of gold, but they, you know, that's that's nothing. Um, it, it's, it's so worth a watch. You don't, you definitely don't need to be a fan of Bros to watch this documentary. Um, I haven't even heard about it till now. The only, the only thing they do skirt over is the fact that when they announced this world, they announced the world tour comeback, and they announced about six states in the UK, I think three in Australia, and in the end they only played two shows. They played the O2 and they played Manchester. They had to cancel the others. That's not mentioned in, in the documentary, but I remember that happening at the time because when I first heard them announce the comeback, I was like, that's really ambitious. Because, I mean, the O2 alone is quite a big venue. It's got to be about 15,000, 20,000 people in there at capacity. And they're playing two nights there and then other, other like, arenas. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's well worth a watch. Well worth a watch. Uh... I was a rectangle, and Luke was a rectangle, and we made a square that became a fortress. Boom. And on that note, I'm going to say, who wants music? to say it? Who said that? Oh, said what? Said what? Did you say? Cue the music. Smile.